Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now, it's time for the Jason and John Show Respect Burgers. Sizzlin' Respect Burgers, served hot and fresh from Jason and John. Awesome, very deserving candidates out there, uh, the first of which... I think you got to give it to him. Naquan Tomlin, play like a man possessed. Uh, you could certainly give one to David Jones, in particular the way that David Jones has picked it up at a time where Penny Hardaway said he needed more effort from guys, and we've seen it from David Jones. Again, we, did, we didn't mention the fact, yes, he led you in scoring 25 points, but he also added 10, uh, excuse me, 11 rebounds, David Jones did. All that said, and, and you can't do anything but give him a respect for the season, I'm giving this one to Naquan Tomlin. Uh, David's been a multiple-time winner before. Naquan has not. 21 points are the most for him as a Tiger. He's scored in double figures eight times in the last nine outings, and then goes nine of 13 from the floor in that game. Uh, we talked about it, you know, whether it was his energy, you saw a little bit of it from David Jones, but there was some emotion out there, and John noted he cost Naquan Tomlin in Kansas State, the FAU did, a chance at the Final Four uh, last year. And so you saw a guy that uh, was hyped up to beat this team and a guy who clearly – uh, the team fed off of his energy, and Memphis has missed that. They've missed that sort of joy, that, I don't know, fun. Maybe some of it's the struggle, hard to do. But you, you got to probably take into account, too, that it hasn't been easy for Naquan Tomlin. You come into the, uh, a situation in the middle of the season, guys have got a pretty good foundation as it is. Still, knowing uh, your pedigree and everything else, you knew you were going to get your shot at, and yet, you know, you got other guys, whether it's a Malcolm Dandridge, the other bigs that are already operating there, probably feel some type of way for towards you. So there's a there's a way you got to approach that changing teams uh, like Naquan Tomlin did. But I thought he's handled it really well, and gradually it's sort of what you want. You want to be you want your guys playing their best basketball as you get closer to the postseason. Naquan Tomlin is doing that, but it's really that great joy and energy that he played with that he's getting this respect burger for. Super, super effective against uh, FAU. Looking a lot like DeAndre Williams agreed with uh, Crispin on the uh, on the uh, the announcing. Uh, moving on, we have not mentioned him, but we should. We did post about him on our Facebook page. 
our weekly Wednesday guest, Norton Heard the Fourth. John pointed this out to us over the weekend. Norton Heard the Fourth was named to Silver Wave Media's 100 most impactful people in men's college basketball. Now, that's a list that includes, you know, uh, uh, tier one college basketball coaches like uh, Bill Self and uh, all of the top dogs, basically, too, in the on the grassroots level, and certainly one like a Norton Heard. I'll read you what, what they wrote. Uh, those in, uh, a Norton Heard stands as a cornerstone figure in the world of basketball, notably recognized as the director of Team Thab at a premier AU uh, program headquartered in Memphis. With a profound commitment to player development and a keen eye for talent, Heard has played an instrumental role in establishing a team that is a powerhouse in the competitive landscape of youth basketball. It goes on and on, but uh, if you didn't know uh, this about our Wednesday guess how plugged in he is, and you would if you're listening to us regularly. I mean, it was Heard that was telling us, I mean, it's at every level, the college level, but he can also tell you what's going on here in Memphis locally. Broke that news that uh, Brother Chioza, Chris Chioza, who led that Elmore Park team uh, to a couple of state titles, back-to-back undefeated seasons, heading over to St. Benny. You don't know what level of, what news Norton Heard the Fourth is going to be breaking on our show every Wednesday, but make sure you're locked in because, again, this guy is as plugged in as it gets and not just plugged in, impactful. He's one of the movers and shakers in college basketball. And we say congratulations to you, Norton Heard the Fourth. I believe this is his first. Uh, this is his first uh, time he's made this list, which comes out yearly from Silver Wave Media. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations to uh, to our man. We'll certainly play a little song for him come Wednesday. And then um, finally, Beyonce, Queen B. You know what she did over the weekend? Her Texas Hold'em number has one right? debuted at number one on Billboard's Hot Country. <laughs> songs chart. Yes. Uh, they announced that, and the song had, uh, uh, sparked conversations about you know, whether the genre would be accepting of her. There was apparently one radio station, Oklahoma Country Station, said they didn't play Beyonce in response to a request. Uh, they said, we don't do that around here. What they got was a ton of backlash. Uh, fans, thousands of more requests. The station said they didn't know the song was out at the time and also didn't have access to it. They are playing it now. So those that have been, uh, I don't know, trying to trying to resist uh, Beyonce and country music are quickly getting shot down. And as we said, number one, yep. uh, number one on the hot country songs. This is uh, this is this is impressive. She became the only other solo woman alongside Taylor Swift to achieve the feat with no accompanying no accompanying artists. It's all Beyonce apparently. Um, Brad had played a little bit of it for us last week, but. This I is like very this impressive, too. man, that she can cross over and, and be this successful. So, Might want to pull the video up at some point during the day, uh, Jason and John. Okay. Uh, I got. I see. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I, I see what you're suggesting. Queen Bee's a multiple-time winner of Respect Burgers. I'd be, you know, anytime that she wants to wow. come, you know. Come to Memphis and, and perform. We'd love to have her. Yeah, maybe uh, a little I, I Minglewood. I would take my wife. Minglewood, no. You'd <laughs> no. never get her there. Okay. <laughs> oh, where, are we, where are we going? That's where Pete Davidson is. Yeah. Well, two nights. I mean, let's be clear about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could we could do a whole week of Beyonce, right? I mean, we could. How impressive is it that she can cross over like that? Yeah, no, I, I think anything Beyonce does <sighs> at this point is, you know, she's going to, it's going to turn to gold, right? Uh, now, in terms of the song itself, you know, I'm very much. You're a you country music like guy. You don't like it? I, I'm not. I, I don't know. It's fine. Too much bounce in there for you? Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't really heard the whole thing through. I hear like the first ten seconds. It's it sounds perfectly digestible. 
I mean, it, I, you know, whatever. Uh, Texas Hold'em was released February 11th during the Super Bowl. Between then and February 15th, the song has garnered 19.2 million official streams, 4.8 million radio plays, and sold 39,000 units. It additionally debuted at number two on the Hot 100 chart of Billboard. As we said, this was number one in their Hot Country Songs chart, a chart that I've never explored or yeah. care to. Right. But maybe now I, 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 I will be seeing Beyonce on well, more. Well, you know, country is the wave, apparently. Please pull the video up at some point during the day, gentlemen. Additionally, the other country song Beyonce released, 16 Carriages. I don't know if you've heard that one, Brad. Debuted at number 9 oh. on the Hot Country Song Chart and number 38 on the Hot 100. So she's got a couple out there right a couple now. A couple real country bangers. Uh, y'all give her a chance. Yeah. Uh, those of you country music fans that you know may not be so uh, into what Beyonce's trying to do, give her a chance. Yeah. Maybe you'll like it. John has, and he doesn't. I think it's fine. I mean, I just, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to tell any artist what they can and can't do. I mean, I appreciate the venturing out and, and trying it and experimenting it. I mean, do I think this is going to rank as Beyonce's best work? I do not. But that's Watch okay. this be the one she wins album of the year for. Well, that, that would she's be, never won it for. That would be a joke. Watch this be the one. Because because be because because you got so many white people jumping on board. Well, see that that would and you're crossing over. Yes, you're. But like, it shouldn't take her crossing over to win album of the year, though. You know what I mean? But if it's good, I mean, it's good. And you're crossing over. That is absolutely a reason to give her album. Well, of the I year, think that's a number that, one. That's a very plausible scenario. But I just, exactly. But like Jay Z gonna get up there, he gonna say, "Well, y'all didn't ever give her album of the year before she well, did." You know, it's, he put a great pressure on the Academy, I thought, or whoever puts these awards together. Now. You, you mentioned an interesting thing at the beginning of that piece, Jason, because you said not featuring anybody. Yeah, and so no many of these country artists that are big, what they do, like there's a guy named Riley Green who's really big right now. But what he did, what he's like, he's he's his first single had Luke Combs on it, right? So you, you grab these people that sort of yank you into the spotlight because they're on it. In this case, it's she just... She did it by herself. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that's cool. Only Taylor is the only other one that's done and come out number one uh, in that debut. So, shout out to uh, Queen B. Wow. Well, no look. question about it. Again, think about it in this in this, in this in these terms. You know what I'm saying? Um, when we started our show, we, we tried to get the biggest guests. You know, we tried to get the biggest... Like, that's how we, like, sort of felt like we were going to solidify ourselves. We are going to, like, all right, people are not sure about us. Let's go get, like... Cal and let's go get Vince Carter and let's go get you know la la la. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the thing. And then once you get in there, well, you you sort of on the backs of those names, you're like, okay, well, this is who we are. It's a good tease. Hopefully, you it's know, a tease in. And then uh, now we don't we don't uh, try at all. Like we don't book any guests well, ever. I mean, we have weeklies. Yeah, we, we have guys have, like Norton Heard the Four. Yes, that's true. And we're, we're grateful in their fields. Yes, grateful for our weeklies. Uh, including Jason Fitz, who we'll get to. Uh, and women, Jessica Benson as well. Yes, absolutely right. Impactful it, in their fields. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's just funny how it all evolves, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, Jeff has a has a daily guest, you know? Um, you know, we, uh, we we are here on the weekly thing, but, uh, you know, I, I don't rule out that a daily guest, you know, it would have to be a big name. Did, let me ask you something. Did I ruin the chance for you? This is an honest question. Now that I'm talking about it, it just occurred to me. Did I ruin the chance for you to give Dan Dockett a disrespect dog today? No, 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 no. Okay. That's a, like a perpetual. I, like, I took a, yeah, I like the, yeah, our, I, mean, our, that's a... I completely like pulled the rug out from no, under well, you. Well, I, I do it to you all the time. If that, so. if that, if that, if that had happened. It, no, no, I actually. Okay. It, no. I, I, I just thought about it like that. He, he needs yeah. no official ceremony for that. Fantastic. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. he's just, he's perpetually eating that. Uh, disrespect, Glizzy. <laughs> uh, but no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's actually a few here that I, I want to give out a few. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, we've got yeah, okay, we got yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes I get I'll, number one. I'll do the, I, this may be the first time you've done multiple multi-layered disrespect week. Uh, one's going to go to Brett Bloomquist. Now, who is Brett Bloomquist? He covers UTEP for the El Paso Times. Now, what has he done? Brett Bloomquist has. <laughs> this is why it is true that the AP poll is a freaking joke. The Arizona State uh, over the week split. A home series with Washington and Washington State, right? Yes. Went one and one. Now Washington State was ranked. They just they had just beaten Arizona when they played Arizona State. Arizona State won the game. Sun Devils fourteen and fourteen. After that week, Brett Bloomquist has them ninth in the AP poll this week. What? That's awful. What are you doing? Ninth. What? Fourteen and fourteen. I mean, that's like what are we like? I mean, come on, bro. Like okay, like whatever you was it a, was it a technical error, okay? Yeah. Because again, if it was a, what do you you know pay attention, dude? Pay attention. We're in like this sport cannot be its best self until we have people with AP votes that are now look. There's a guy named JB Ricks. JB Ricks is in Charlotte. All right. Mm-hmm. He had Memphis ranked until I think two weeks ago. All right. Now here's what I am. I don't. I don't want to uh, accuse this of JB, but if it is true that he's going to hold it down unapologetically for the brothers, he's got South Florida ranked 15th this week. I have no problem with that. Wow. Like, like, hey, you want to hold it down for the brothers, man? You know what I'm saying? South Florida didn't get enough love. Yeah, like now their resume, their metrics are are pretty weak. Yeah, but, but they're a hot team though. But they are. They keep winning. They yeah. keep winning. So uh, you know what? 15th, fine, JB, and it's a brother. Fine, I get it, man. Knock yourself out. But going from you're 14 and 14 to ninth in the country, mm-hmm. not the Pac-12, but the ninth. Yeah. You're not paying attention, man. You're not. You're just not paying. So give your vote to somebody that will. I think there are people out here who will pay attention. You know, we had we had this discussion about Memphis, right? We had this when they weren't ranked, right? You know, and this is and this is ultimately where your frustration. This is these are the people who your frustrations lie with. People that see the Arizona State Sun Devils go one and one this week. Be 500 for the season, mm-hmm. nowhere, not sniffing the NCAA tournament, and they're ninth in the country. That's just one guy, but it's like, come on, dude. So, Jason, he's Feel getting better. He's getting a disrespect, Lizzie, this week. He's getting one. And then also, uh, I don't know what the context was um, of this situation, um, but the young men who appeared to jump Cam Newton. Man, thank you. Why are all these children attacking Cam? Whether verbally or, or what appears to be an assault. Yes. Uh, so in video clips posted on social Physical. media, individuals involved with Top Shelf Performance, which is a wide receiving training facility in Atlanta that had youth teams in the event, approached Cam Newton. He, said he was doing a camp, okay? Cam was doing a a, uh, a seven, seven on seven. seven. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was uh, organized by We Ball Sports, uh, youth uh, uh, under 15, under 18 teams in Georgia and Alabama for a competitive tournament. And one of the one of the uh, people involved approached Newton. One of the groups involved approached Newton at the top of a set of stairs underneath the tent. He was grabbed and a fight ensued. Uh, both of the men fighting were coaches with top shelf performance. And they formally coached with Cam Newton, uh, you know, somewhere. And I will say for Cam, he was not phased. Like he was definitely holding his own. Yeah, he's um, like six five out there. With yeah, that, with that big old hat on, made him seven foot tall. And and people have made the point of all the people that you want to go fight, right? To pick Cam Newton out of that bunch, 
is like pretty crazy. It's pretty dumb. Yeah. I will, th- there were two thoughts I had. Well, the first thought is I'm glad that this was only fists and you could see a world where it would not be, you know, in this country. Like you could see a world where that shots are fired, period. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm grateful that that did not happen. You yeah, know? who was the uh, one of the former DBs' brother or something that uh, remember the guy that played in the NFL, but his brother uh, shots. Yeah, it on was the field, uh, but, uh, it was uh, uh, Talib. Talib. Yes. yes, bro. Yeah, good call. Like it like happens. The shots that were actually fired all the time. on the football it happens field, all the time. So I was very grateful that it was like I, I thought about that Friday scene with John Witherspoon. It was like you know back in the day we didn't have we like with our fists. Yeah. yeah, like that's kind of was I, I, okay. If you're gonna jump him, at least you only used your fists, right? And you didn't use a firearm. Shannon Sharp and Chad Ochocinco talked about after the fight, though, and I don't know how you feel on this, but they, they their point, and I'm just bringing it up. It's not coming from John. This is what Shannon and Ochocinco said, that you never hear about this kind of stuff happening at, uh, at Peyton Manning camps, at Drew Brees camps, at, you know, who, you know whoever's camp. So they were disappointed. They were disappointed that, Something like this happened at a specifically Cam Newton camp. I don't know. I don't know what the history is. There seems to be some history because they coach together. Yeah. So I don't. I can't begin to weigh in that direction. Um, but it is a shame, isn't it, that Cam comes together to try to put on a competitive thing for the youth. Yeah. And uh, he gets jumped. I mean, I just I I, I find that to be pitiful. Honestly, he was dirt. I mean, he was showing one of them how strong, you know, a dude he is. Just had was manhandling him with one hand, kind of just literally just twisting him back and forth and uh, flipping him. And then somebody comes in and tries to sucker punch him. Clearly, I, again, I it's 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 crazy because you don't know what was said between the two and everything else. But. So Nehemiah Mitchell, who's the co-founder of the organization that put it all on, um, said that Top Shelf beat Cam's team in a heated game with a lot of trash talk between the under-18 teams there you go. on Saturday. And that they boiled over on. But but Cam is the was the loser of that game, and he's the one that got jumped. So it's like what? y'all won and y'all jumped him. So what? I mean, you acting like Cam's not capable of saying something crazy. Well, he could have said something crazy. I'm, I'm just saying. Well, I'm not, I'm not he, accusing him of he that. He may but have very well crazy. have said something crazy about them winning because he's mad that they lost or yes. whatever else. Haven't we seen Cam go back at these kids, too? And well, most of the take was more so these he, kids are disrespectful, but Cam was going right back at that kid in terms yes. of what he was saying verbally to him, wasn't he? Well, he, look, I don't— And he can be that way, too. Absolutely. I don't, can, I don't— I'm not saying he asked for it, but I'm saying, that can you see a, a scenario where— For sure. All that talking and Cam's in the middle for of sure. it and then— I don't I mean, doubt. I don't doubt for a second that Cam probably said something crazy as hell. I mean, he does it every day, like on a, every week on his podcast. But what I'm saying is, how, like, how can you be as a coach of top shelf performance around kids? Right. How can you ever fix yourself to do that? Yeah. On that day at that setting, like you don't, you don't, you don't even go up to him and you don't even say, "Hey, we need to, we need to wrap when this is all over." Like handle that, handle that like a grown ass man. Like what, what, what kind of example do you set for fifteen and eighteen year olds in that community mm-hmm. by going up and, and going straight to violence? And by the way, with an NFL quarterback who may or may not have opportunities for those kids, for your kids, right? 
I mean, it's like... But, it's, but we don't know for sure that Cam didn't start it. What we see is Cam's well, he hand on somebody. It looks like folks are jumping Cam, but we don't know for sure how it started, right? I mean, well, uh, yeah, he, we could have grabbed one of them that was talking crazy. Oh, there. there's video. He They, they go I, up I, to him. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I see... I see. He's got his hand on one. I don't know if he's defending himself or not, but... Again, I don't, I don't think we know enough here to say, oh, man, Cam got done, you know. They just jumped Cam. What are they thinking? I, I've... Maybe we do. I haven't read a ton of the details here. But my, my whole thing would be you need to be a part of diffusing that, you know, at these events. And you asked why it doesn't happen elsewhere. And we've seen, again, a sort of history of – and I'm not saying these were at his camps, but we've seen history where he goes back and forth with these kids verbally or whatever else. It doesn't even need to be that. You need Forget what these kids think or anything else. It needs to be a diffusing of the situation. I would expect somebody like Cam not to be a part of the fight. Again, if he was attacked, he was attacked, he was defending himself. But to be trying to diffuse a situation like that, to try to be lowering the temperature rather than adding to it a guy, a guy like Cam. And so, again, I am not absolving him of anything, and I'm not saying he didn't deserve to, you know, uh, this was not, you know, nothing more than self-defense, but... Now we've seen Cam with these kids, and, and it's always jacked up. The temperature's always jacked up. You know, you're always trash-talking. Everybody's trash-talking. That that's, seems to me like that needs to be diffused from whether it's Cam himself or, or the, you know, what, the, what he's involved in right now. Yeah, look, I just... I just I, there's I, like multiple incidents involving him and he kids. Well, I would, just, I would just hope that, you know, we know it. T- talking is going to be part of the game. You know, yeah, and it's like, but like, I'm like, my whole thing but, is, did the did the adults from that not walk up to Cam and and start this? Did they not initiate this? He's up there at the top of the stairs on the, and then they they're the ones that brought this to him, and and no, right, right. Don't, we, I don't know what I'm was just saying. So, so we beat you, and now we want to fight you. You think that's no, obviously I, something's missing? I, well, is I think, what I'm saying. Well, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. that's right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like something, something had was said. Right, you don't go after from the winning game. and beating Cam. Now you want to whoop him. Something happened in there. Yeah. Maybe he said something to one of your players as opposed to an adult. Again, we are wildly speculating here, but can you see an instance where, as a coach, you're mad he's talking crazy to one of your players that just beat him as opposed to you yes. as a man? Yes. But now, like, then it's but, like, but, okay, but again, so then you have to go You have to go handle that but like a man. What though. I'm saying is that Cam's got to – when this thing, when his team is out there and their team's out there, Cam needs to be a part of squashing that in terms of what they're doing out there, in terms of the competition level, everything else, you got to lower the temperature, not raise it up. And especially if it gets to a I point, mean, just like we said with NBA officials and, like, controlling the temperature, you got to cut that down. He's got to be a part. He's the one that should know. Look, it, it's getting too crazy with this game. We're talking too much trash. Right. We need to level it down. The two coaches, the two adults come together in the middle of it yeah. and squash that. That's well, what I, I, I agree with that. Again, I'm not, I'm not again, suggesting that Cam wasn't in a situation where he was attacked here. He may very well have been, but you also have to consider the other scenario. He was Maybe he was adding to it, to the well, fire. I, it, that, that is possible. Because I we've seen situations where you're talking crazy, kids. The people who are in the wrong, though, are the people that came up to him. That's the, ultimately they are in the wrong for going up to him on a Sunday and 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 everybody jumping in. Like, is is it possible that that Cam did, made some bad decisions? I think probably likely. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I agree with your point there. Like, it's supposed to be ultimately a positive environment, right? It's supposed to ultimately be this, so, his whole mission. Did you see his mission statement with this team? It's like to foster a, a great environment for yes. kids and everything. That's what it's supposed to be about. And, and I'm not naive enough to think, guys, we're not, you know, kid, uh, uh, coaches don't curse or whatever else. Like, you don't have environments where there isn't a higher level of intensity than maybe some of us parents will go, whoa, 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 that's too 
But I'm, I, all I'm saying is that should be part of that culture and that, you know, that sort of environment is lowering the temperature on a damn seven-on-seven game. And anybody, the, the, the main person that should know that is Cam Newton. It ain't that serious. Yeah. Know? But I have, no, I have no issue for the record for him defending himself. The dude got jumped. I mean, regardless of what, whatever brought Again, it on. If, I mean, all I'm saying, and that may have well been the case, but if, if Cam instigated it. And he handled all their asses, too. That's the other that, thing. I mean, he handled dude with one hand. I mean, they, they should I don't be. think it's smart to 6'5", whether he's instigated or or whatever it is to go after Cam Newton. But he, I think, yes. He, I, he show you. He'll, he'll get down with you, though. Look, he, and, he said it, He's shown it a couple times now. And you, and you know you this. talk to him crazy or whatever else. He'll engage, it looks like. You're in the youth sports world uh, way more than I am right now. It's time for the adults to start being adults. Bottom line, that goes for Cam, that goes for the coaches involved in this, it goes for parents. It's like, look, it's time to start being grown-ups, man. You know, handle your business in a, in a way that's, you know, because your kids are watching, man. These kids are impressionable. These kids are looking at everything you do, and when they see you acting ass, mm. whether that's Cam talking his, if he was doing that, whether it was these coaches who were trying to fight an NFL player and then get their ass whooped, like what message is that sending, man? Like you and I know there are positive people in the community, man. But it's time for everybody to start being an adult, man. At your age, stop this crap, man. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And then we wonder why we have problems with eighteen to twenty-two year olds in this country. That's the that's the that that's the biggest problem we have in our in our, in our nation right now is the eighteen and twenty-two year old because they're they, the people they look up to can't handle their business. Mm. Let's handle business like a dog. I know, I know you ain't going to act crazy at a damn uh, at, at tomorrow night. You ain't going to go in there and start talking crazy, you know? Like, it, it ain't every parent. So, you know, just set an example. Understand the people, you, the young people are watching, man. Be better for the children. Yeah, man. Disrespect dogs to parents. All of y'all, man. All parents get that. Be a, be a better parent. Be a better adult today. Can you do that? We're all going to try. I mean, that's all you got to do is just be a better parent. And I promise the world will be a better place. We all just commit to that right here, right now. (laughs) I'm in. All right, we'll come back. Jason Fitz is going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him about the NFL and more. Stick around. Jason and John, I turn to FM, ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So we're inching closer to what I think was going to be a, it'll be a fireworks of an NFL draft. I mean, it will because of all the quarterbacks, right? That's the way it goes. You have Jaden Daniels, you have Caleb Williams, you have Drake May, J.J. McCarthy. I mean, you have four four guys that, you know, I, I, mean, I think J.J. McCarthy's going to rise when it's, before it's all said and done. I mean, anytime you have that many quarterbacks in a draft, it's going to be a lot of movement, right? Um, and all eyes are, of course, on the number one pick with what uh, with Chicago Bears and what they're going to do. Now, they did trade last year out of number one to Carolina, uh, and Carolina, of course, selected the wrong quarterback in Bryce Young. We'll see. Um, at least you would say one year. you'd much rather have Stroud than Bryce right now. Agreed. Um, so, you know, we'll see how uh, that develops and changes. Um, but it wasn't just Peter King, Jason, who said that the Bears tra- uh, trading the number one pick to stick with Fields appears to be the way it's going. It was also uh, Fox NFL insider Peter Schrager who said on NFL Network earlier today to slow down. He just want to get to know you, but don't turn around. Remember that one? Yeah, slow down. Yeah, you're, like your key is way off. but No, I it's on. It's yeah. right. It's right on. No, I do know it. I do know it now. You tripped me up a little bit with that, that reference. Thank you. Can you... Can you name that artist? Uh, Bobby. Bobby. Valentino. Valentino. There you go. Thank Bobby you. Valentino. Thank you. Thank you. Peter Schrager says, Bobby Valentino, slow down. Uh, on the notion. Sheesh. It's pretty good, bro. On the notion that the Bears have picked Caleb over Justin. So he wants you to slow down a little bit. Whoop, whoop. Blow that ass too fast. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> do, do you think if I, – I just – and maybe you would because you're – you know, you, you don't want other teams to know what you're going to do, but would, would you really have Justin Fields in the dark the way he it appears that he is? Well, Ryan Poles on a continue, fact mission is what If they you say. were going to continue with him, uh, he's so in the dark that he's decided to scrub the social media of you. Again, you really want to give him a third OC in four seasons? That sounds You saw enough improvement in Justin Fields as a passer last year. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever, not to mention you are at a stage in his contract where you have to decide if you give him an extension. You reset that, possibly with a game-changing quarterback. It doesn't make any sense. So I'm, it's it's weird to me that Peter King is going out like this and that you've got, you know, who's our guy from Fox? Never heard of him. Not that that means he's wrong. Peter Schrager, he's on Schrager, Good Morning Football. Okay. He's on Schrager. Okay, Schrager. We'll see if you're right. No, no uh, that, that's I'm, one thing you're going to do. I'm telling you, writing on the wall says it's wrong. Is, is, is you, you go to try to poke some holes in since the you reporter's want credibility uh, now. Schrager, uh, 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 Greenberg, Mike Greenberg, 
believes this is the week that Just Fields gets traded. Well, Mike Greenberg don't know a damn thing. Dude, he is plugged all into the all to these, the Jets. To Bob Graziano, or Dan Graziano, whatever his name is, and everybody else. Now, well, there's there a good chance it ain't just Greenberg, dude. All he's doing is reading the tea leaves. That it happens this week that the Bears move on from Justin Fields this week. And they, frankly, owe it to him mm-hmm. to make a decision here rather than dangle him like this. And you've got three teams, you among them, that should be interested. Uh, Pittsburgh, we're, y'all, dude, Atlanta. we're not interested. We already saw Luke Getze and Justin Fields. It's not happening again. Okay. Now, I don't know whose fault it was. Maybe it was Luke's fault. Maybe it was Justin's fault. Maybe they're just a bad match. It ain't happening again. We're off the table. We're not negotiating with you. We don't have any interest. Neither one of them any good. Well, that's and, right. It's hilarious you took one of them. I know. I, I didn't want Luke Getze. I would have rather had yeah. Fields, honestly. Yeah, Cliff of, left of, you. Of the two. But, you know, at this point, we're going to probably try to trade up and get Jaden Daniels or more likely J.J. McCarthy. Now, will you trust Adam Schefter when he weighs in, or is that not good enough for you? Yeah, I'll trust Schefter. Okay, but that's where that's the the threshold for you. You, you agree it makes zero sense. I, I, for, forget I, what yes. you saw, whether you believe in Justin Fields. How about the contract situation? 100%. You ready to play him a major extension? No. Stop it. I mean, why? And that decision's this spring. To me, it's like, why are we trying to mistaken. go out of our way to surround Justin Fields? Like, what has Justin Fields shown that he deserves to be surrounded? Like, you know, you surround Joe Burrow. You surround Mahomes. You surround C.J. Stroud. You surround Bryce Young, who we don't know on yet. Like, what are we What are we waiting on with Fields, man? He's had opportunities, and it's just like he hasn't He hasn't really changed all that much. Part of it is, is, a, is a poor system by the Bears. Well, I mean, multiple OCs. Maybe it can work for you somewhere else. Within Arthur Smith in Pittsburgh? Very, it, it could. I'm not going to rule it out, but it wasn't going to happen with the Bears. But yeah, and, it's and like their situation. I mean, because Peter Schrager, like this is this would be the argument. Every argument for keeping Fields is the same. It's just compiling the picks and completely rebuilding the team and rosters around Fields with young, inexpensive talent. The, the funny thing, you can still compile. You can do all of that. Still compile picks and trading Justin Fields. Hell, That's if right. you want to trade out a one and get sexy with it and take Jaden Daniels at two. You can compile picks and still do that with a rookie quarterback. That's exactly right. Who's a possible, can play right away, game changer immediately. So I w- I would, and you acquire picks. I would rather surround I would rather surround a young, inexpensive quarterback that I'm trying to groom and mold. Thank you. That I don't know on, that may have, may have potential, than a guy that I've had for, you know, what, what year is this going to be for Fields? Four. Four. I mean, come on, dude. You've had three years to. Is there a quarterback that's had the opportunities that Justin Fields has had in three years, not been good after three, and then all of a sudden become good? Like, I don't think there's a great long track record of that happening. Maybe Tannehill. And Tannehill. Because he did nothing for Miami. But Tannehill, right? In the yes. end, he did nothing. That's and, true. and he picked it up later. That's true. But that was with a different organization, right? Yes. He had to go to yes. a different organization. That's a, yes, different organization. And I like, like, so when, it, 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 it's maybe. even like. But to your point about for you, the yes. Same. Yeah, no, yeah. Do we count Baker? No, because he was with a different organization. That's his point, saying in the same different. organization. Yeah, they've yeah. Been I'm sorry, I didn't need the criteria the there. Yeah, I mean, gotcha. it just doesn't. You have to. Doesn't happen. I yeah, mean, same I, organization. Yeah. I just don't – I don't think it's ever happened, man. Mm, doesn't um, feel like it. You need I mean, to change the scenery to get better. I mean, if he can, he may not. But if he can, it ain't going to be in Chicago. Like, it would drive me crazy as a Bears fan that there's even anybody that thinks this is remotely the right pot, uh, choice. Like, it, it, it's not. Now, look, I, I'll sit here and we can poke holes in Caleb Williams all day long. I mean, we. it's not that hard. It's more like, okay – I've got three years of a sample size. 
with this quarterback, mm-hmm. and it's not working. Well, and you're at a crossroads with paying him. Right. You have and to then do I have that to, Then I have to you figure out. Keep, you can't push that down the line. What's his market? Like, right. I, I don't, I don't want to have to commit to somebody. I still don't know about him. So when I, when I do things, when you do things, when we as human beings do things and they don't work, we try something different. We don't say, well, what if I just, like, kept this and then I just kind of adjusted? No, you try something different, right? Doesn't mar- it doesn't guarantee that Caleb Williams is going to work. It doesn't guarantee that – it doesn't mean that Caleb Williams has to work. But it's just the right – the spirit of the decision is right. You know, um, I mean, because compiling picks, you can compile a trillion picks. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a quarterback, it don't mean nothing. Right. It don't mean a di- – and you're just going to use them picks to get another one. So it's all the, the, the snake eat the head eating the tail. At the end of the day, you got to use the picks – to get a quarterback. Right. And you don't you don't skip on that two years in a row. You cannot. Now, again, you could have had CJ. You, you could have had CJ. I don't it could set up where we're better off. Maybe because we added DJ Moore and whether it's Caleb Williams or whoever, you're better off. CJ's but a, that, as a, that is, is a beast though. But CJ is absolutely why you do it. Why you, you you put your toe in that pool and you take that chance. Yep. You have to. Yep. Because it's a game changer, like you said. And we're, the entire league's searching for that guy. Yes. So you got to keep trying until you find him. Uh, okay. So we do have. You mentioned you asked about all the running backs. We have a we have a rush of running back news in the NFL. Uh, the Raiders, according to Adam Schefter, will attempt to re-sign Josh Jacobs, but they are not tagging him. So he's not getting tagged. He, he's not. I don't think he's worth the ten to twelve it would take. Is that, I think that's where the tag is. Fourteen million. Wow. Because I think they tagged him last year, so it's one hundred twenty percent. He's second year tag. Yes. Gotcha. So uh, uh, there's more. Saquon Barkley, same thing. The Giants will attempt to uh, will speak to him, but they are not. Ta- they are unlikely to tag him. Twelve point one for him. Cowboys are not tagging Tony Pollard. We knew that. Said it last week. It yes. wouldn't happen. Titans are not tagging Derrick Henry. The Chargers are uh, letting Austin Eckler explore free agency. So here's the deal. Uh, th- this is all going to hurt. They're going to hurt each other because they're all trying to get the bag in free agency. You know, they're going to be kind of negotiating against well, each other. first bag goes to Derrick Henry. Yes. And it'll be, the I would hope, the Dallas Cowboys extending it and putting him with Deuce Vaughn. That's why you let Tony walk. Uh, that would be a good addition for them. He's the he's the. I've said it last week. All we you were out. He's the missing piece in that red zone where they struggled this year, you know. So and they got Deuce Vaughn to be that change of pace guy. So it makes sense to go throw the money at Derrick Henry as opposed to to Pollard. Now there is a report that the Titans discussed trading Derrick Henry to Baltimore before the trade deadline. Baltimore can make sense with Lamar and that power running scheme. That's another one. Um but I know that I know everybody thinks that everybody's going to the Ravens at running back, so we shall see. But Tony Pollard, like, it'd be interesting. To, where does he end up? I mean, he's probably not a starting running back. No, that's the issue with you him. Know? That's that's the, the issue. You can't pay him like a starting running back. Right. But he probably deserves it at this point. Some team will likely give it to him, you know. Um, but, the, you know, he, he showed this year that the, in terms of between the tackles, not how you want to use Tony. Yep. He was perfect when he was with Zeke. Yep. Zeke was doing the between the tackle stuff for him. You do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's the NFL uh, uh, update right now. Free agency, as we know, starts uh, next month. So it will get a little busier here. The NFL truly does never sleep. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Jason and John, I turn FM ESPN. I, I got to tell you, my Jason Tatum ticket took a big blow last night, J-Smooth. Because Jokic was so good? Yes. Yeah, he had 32, 16, and 16 on national television against the Warriors uh, as an underdog. They win the game outright as an underdog. His nuggets. numbers are almost right equivalent to what he was, what it was right. during the MVP. Yes. And I, I would still say, don't you have to be a little higher in the standings? They might. They might. We'll see. I mean, we'll see how it all shakes out. But that one was a blow. I think I'm, I'm more worried about uh, SGA. SGA. For our Jason Tatum ticket. But again, I, I think you had it right, man. You had it right when you, you said gotta, there are You got to be in there for, for a minute. You yeah. got to be in contention before yes. you get it. And this yes. is his first real year of contention. That's what I believe. It's probably I, true. Probably I, true. I'm talking about voters, you know what I'm is saying? He, where is he now? Was it like, it's Jokic? It's Jokic. You know Jokic is now minus. Jokic is minus 175. Say Gildas plus 185. Luka plus 650. Giannis 10 to 1. Tatum eighteen to Fifth one best odds. Yeah. So I mean, not terrible. I'm live, but it, it, again, the best it, thing we could do is run off from the rest of the NBA. That's all you can do. And, and like it, in terms of the record, and it kills lives. them because the the Celtics going in Madison Square on Saturday night and they and they they roll the Knicks, uh, and, and Tatum is the third leading scorer. Yeah, that hurts them. It does. You know? It does. Uh, even though I don't think it should, it does. Um, <clears throat> because again, if you take Tatum out. Well then, guess what? That's going to lift up a defender in the in the, you know, in the in the pecking order. Mm-hmm. So now that the best defender is on ta- on Brown now, and so is Brown able to have thirty? Right. Probably I mean, not. You know, that's that's value. Yeah. There's value in that, but I don't know how the voters are going to see it. So that's all you can really. Good hope luck for. with it. Got a long way to go. Long way to go. It's going to do it for us today. Thanks to everybody for tuning in uh, on the show. Giannato and Jeffrey are up next. Don't miss it for Jason. I'm John. We're going. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 